Welcome to SelfDiscoveryMedia.com, where we discover the communities that are making a difference in the lives of others. Our self-discovery is something we are all making on our life's journey. Here you will find the people that will be your guidance, that will be your inspiration, that will be there for you in support on your journey of life. Do enjoy. Our next show is... Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Quantum Spirituality right here on selfdiscoverymedia.com. I'm your host, Sarah Troy, and back with me for, I'm not quite sure, the sixth or seventh time is Tom and Shelley Neglo. And we're going to be talking about fear today, but they have a beautiful academy, Academy for Conscious Living. And we're going to talk about the academy and how it can help you, you know, master your energy, the healing and the learning, and also how to to combat that fear that we're going to be talking about today. Fear is something that is really rising at the present moment. And in all the shows that we've done, we've had beautiful Master Kumi come through, Tom, who, who's given us some wonderful advice, which I know he will t- again today. And we've talked about self-love. We've talked about self-confidence, our relationship with ourselves, to have better relationships with other people. But today it's about the fear and the hysteria and everything that's just been stirred up quite considerably right now in the world, but especially in the United States. And we need to understand where is that fear coming from? We can't combat this fear. We can't nurture this fear. We can't help this fear until we know what's causing the fear. And I think an awful lot of people at the present moment, because of the fake news, the hysteria, the the stirring up, you know, the media trying to get better ratings because fear sells. Um, Nobody knows what's fact, what's fiction. Uh, All they know is that the jobs are being lost or they don't have Medicare. Um, They don't know if this COVID is going to get them. They don't know what the future is tomorrow, never mind down the road. So the fear being high at the present moment is really, really relevant. And it's how do you face your fear? How do you combat it? How do you actually nurture it? And give yourself a hug and come back into that beautiful equilibrium of, of positive energy. And we're gonna be talking about the academy and all that it could do for you, but let's first go in and just lay out that fear, face that fear head on and tell the fear where to go. Welcome back, Tom and Shelley. <laughs> thanks, thanks for having us here again. <laughs> what a My great pl- way to begin, Sarah. <laughs> Thank you for having us. Oh, always, always, always a joy. And I do invite people to go back and listen to all the other shows because there's always so much to learn from the three of you, Kumi as well, when he comes through. Um, and this is what we're needing right now. We, we need common sense. We need people who can show us how we can navigate these waters right now. And we need to be calm. You know, we, we have our Bonnie, um, Dr. Bonnie here, who, whose mantra is, um, be calm, be kind, um, and be safe. And, you know, being kind is, I think, a huge one. Um, but we can't be calm uh, until we can't be kind until we're calm because calmness will breed the kindness. How can we be calm at the present moment when we're seeing a tornado of emotions and hysteria going through the world, but most certainly the United no. States right now? Yeah, let's first, before we get into all that, because that's just there's so much a handful there. Um, let's t- take a look really where the source of fear is for us human, human animals. Mm-hmm. And the source of fear is not knowing. Mm. The source of fear is the unknown. And um, so what as human beings do with that is when we don't know something and the illusion is that we should be afraid of it. Yeah. Like the stuff that's going on with the virus. We're told we should be afraid of it. Well, certainly, uh, we have to do things to mitigate um, our our contact with it and and uh, do whatever we have to do to keep ourselves healthy. But beyond that, the not knowing is what makes us, if you will, it makes us crazy. What drives us? As human beings, want to know. We have to know. That's that's um, uh, environmentally. And genetically, what has kept us alive and successful for the the billions and billions that are on the planet is being able to identify and and see things in a way that helps us at least cope with it, Mm 
and even more importantly, to find a way to deal with it in which keeps us in survival. Mm -hmm. So it's, fear obviously is a survival based human animal mechanism. Now, being humans, animals really don't have much choice in when they're, um, when they're fe in fear. They're either gonna run from it, they're gonna try and fight it. In some way, they're gonna try to dilute it. Well, as human beings have the same mechanism, but we're much more sophisticated, obviously, than that. Supposedly. Yeah, well, <laughs> hopefully. Yes. <laughs> so what we do is we'll categorize it, we'll try to figure it out, then we'll make something up about it if it doesn't make sense. If it does make sense, then we'll make that the rule, which may or may not be true. So a lot of our fears um, and how we react to things is based in some illusion, either from the past that we've dragged up or something that we, we have observed. And given how we think about it, then we'll categorize it as it's fearful, I need to stay away from this, um, uh, or I need to, you know, I need to listen to this person or that newscast, rather than taking a look at what's real. Mm -hmm. Taking a look at what's so. Taking a look at how are you doing? How is your family doing? How is your business doing? You know your friends. Take a look first around you what is real for you and real for them, the people in your life, the people who you love, and determine, okay, so what's real for me? What's really going on here? And for, in this country, the, the uh, millions who don't have the virus and won't get the virus and won't die from the virus, there'll be so many more who don't than do. Mm -hmm. You know, this is a country of 240 million people or whatever it is. And sadly, 190,000 so far have died from it. And that's terrible. Mm -hmm. um, but again, Let's look at the likelihood of you getting it if you take care of yourself. Right, the common you know, sense factor. Mm -hmm. Yeah, don't jump into a crowd of people mm -hmm. who have the virus. Probably not a good idea. I wouldn't right. do that. You know, so you got to be smart and determine what it is you do know. And don't listen to anybody other than your own sound advice. And some, one thing I'm going to add into what Tom is saying here is that in order to get clear and have sound thinking so you can make clear choices is to slow yourself down. Yes. Because if yeah. you're pushing yourself and you're going at a frantic pace, you'll be making decisions and you'll be acting out of a reaction mm -hmm. rather than being conscientious about your choices. Right. And what a difference. I mean, you know, we can be very angry at each other for no reason all of a sudden, mm -hmm. out of nowhere, mm -hmm. because we are at a frantic pace and we're just too pushed to see straight about what, you know, what we're thinking about and the choices we're making. Take a breath. I mean, Take a breath. You know, I think I think actually the gift of what what uh, COVID has given us is for everybody to slow down. It's it's been a great time to kind of reflect, review, renew our lives. How many people I've talked to and interviewed that have taken a totally different direction. You know, it, I've been always wanting to do this. I've always wanted to do that, but I was too busy doing this. I can't do this anymore. So this is the great opportunity for me to go and do that. And, you know, if we slow down enough and take that breath and just put ourselves in a center point, we're, we're going to be able to see things more clearly and we're going to be able to see the opportunities that are in front of us rather than the doomsday that we're being delivered at the present moment. So, yes, if you're going out in public, wear the mask, wear the gloves when you're touching things, don't go into crowds if you can avoid it. Um, and, and it's the common sense thing. A good, strong immune system will fight it off. What causes a weak immune system? Stress, anxiety, fear. It breaks the body down. So now the very thing you're afraid of, you're laying yourself open to. 
right? So common yeah. sense really needs to prevail, but it doesn't prevail unless we stop and take a breath. We can't yeah. think when we're in a twirl. Yes, exactly right. And I think the mo uh, one most important thing to do is for, to be responsible for yourself. Amen. So yes. much fear, mm -hmm. I think, is based in looking outside of yourself and saying that person, uh, that report, uh, that politician, whatever it may, may be, uh, is causing my problem. Yes. That is never, ever the truth. Someone else does not cause your problem. You cause your problems. Um, they're just, you know, they're just playing. Um, they're they're just, pushing your buttons. <laughs> yeah, they're just playing out what they do. It's what they do, you know. Um, you've got to be responsible for yourself. And that's, you know, that's just not an idle comment. That's it. it that takes actually, that takes a lot of work. Yeah. That means everything that you hear, everything you do, every comment you make, every thought you have has to be self-generated. Is this really true for me? Especially in, you know, what I talked about before, what we talked about before was not knowing. Yeah. See, if you're going to, if you're going to think that you know everything, you know exactly what to do in each situation, how to handle it, that's a mistake. You're not going to. And in order to be responsive to something rather than reactive to it, responsive means you have the ability to look at it for its reality and what's so for you and then take action. Uh, reactive means it's going to do it to you. Yeah. You know, it's going to come and drag you along and take it with you and take you with it rather um, to who knows what end. Whereas when you're responsible, you have the ability to look at something again, look at something and decide how it is you're going to use it to create what you want. Right. Not have it dictate, mm -hmm. you know, whatever it's doing. You have so a lot to do that. You have to be willing to not know. You got to go, well, what should I do about this? Right. I don't know. Yes. Yes. Yet. Yet. Yeah, you, you have a saying on your site, which I really like, which I think is very apropos to this uh, particular line of talk here. Your circumstances don't define you. Rise above them and discover your magnificence. And that's the thing, these circumstances that you're in right now is just something you are in. It doesn't define who you are, except in what you do in these circumstances. And yeah. if we rise up to our magnificence instead of down into doomsday you know this is the opportunity to find our strength and our courage and our abilities outside of the comfort zone that we're used to being in we're feeling uncomfortable right now because we're unsure of what is in front of us but taking that step back taking that breath and looking at reaction rather than responsibility are you going to be defined by what is happening in the world right now? In a way you are by your actions on, on what you do for yourself, because what you do for yourself is what you reflect out on everyone else. So it's a wonderful invitation at the present moment to rise up above the situation and find and something in yourself that's, that's more beautiful. Yeah. Well, that's, that's exactly right. Because in order to get to that other place, whatever that may be, you've got to find it in yourself. You've got to find the passion. Mm -hmm. You've got to find what it is you want to create, um, what, you know, what fires you. Shelley talks about that a lot in her, in her Power of Woman class, is that what really fires you, you know, what makes you, especially when perhaps there's a little fear or a lot of fear going on, you know, the, the, uh, the, the strongest, uh, you can get is when you're afraid and you do it anyway. You right. learn a lot about yourself that way. Mm -hmm. um, and that, that's what, what's important is firing, uh, finding rather that, um, that passion. Why don't you talk about that a little bit? But just, just before you do, it, it's doing something, not knowing if you can do it, but giving it a try anyway to find out. Right? That's how I've done everything in my life. I don't know if I can do it. Let's find out. 
right? And oh exactly. yeah, no, no, this one's not for me. And oh boy, this suits me, right? You don't know until you try. Give it a try. Shelly. It opens up all kinds of new pathways for your life. Yes. And that yes. leads into exactly what are you passionate about and discover uh, a life that can be created that you didn't even know was there. Exactly. Yeah. Because you didn't allow yourself. You were playing it safe. You were just walking in the one step in front of the other with the head down. Now you've come across a brick wall. What are you going to do about it? <laughs> you, know? you know, some people don't know they have these choices until something no. very difficult comes up yeah. that they're challenged with the way their life has looked to this point. And isn't that and why those difficulties turn up? Two redirectors on the right path. We can certainly use it for that opportunity. Mm -hmm. I mean, Tom and I are always looking for new ways of creating, but you know, we don't live according to our circumstances. We right. live according to what we create. Yes. But, but for people, training, before they get there, sometimes get the little cosmic two by four. You know? <laughs> you know? right. this, you're not paying attention. You know, have I got your attention now? You have to change directions. <laughs> yeah. We're not, uh, we're not, um, we're not at the effect of our, we have circumstances. Uh, but we look at the circumstances and we actually say, okay, how are we going to use this to create? Right. And look, good things, bad things, mm -hmm. things you like, things you don't like, all of that. Um, we keep asking, okay, well, okay, I don't like it. It's uncomfortable. Makes me emotional, makes me sad, makes me whatever. Okay, that's interesting. But how are we going to use it? to create what it is we want. Well, in order to do that, you have to get back to, okay, so what, it, what is it you want? Yes. You know? <laughs> and that's, most people don't know what they want, do they? No, most people are stuck in, you know, how they're survival. Gonna, survival, the relationship or the job or the kids, whatever, and don't step back. And you were right that this is a time where you perhaps can step back and say, okay, you know, uh, the kids are at the swimming pool, um, the husband is off doing whatever he's trying to do in the midst of this. What is it now that I can take some time with myself and discover how it is I want to go forward? And then, if someone's in a, a, a relationship, then find out from your partner what they're doing, what they want, where they want to be. Find out from the kids, what is it you guys want, you know? Um, and then as a family, move forward in that. And if you don't have a family, then you do it yourself. What are you doing? What are you creating? You know, I like to ask people when I coach them, okay, so what are you building with this? Right. I actually um, I coached some a fellow who is a builder, actually built houses. And um, he was getting very frustrated with what he was doing. Not that he wasn't good at it, it just mm -hmm. wasn't him anymore. Right. And so what he determined to do was go teach this trade to um, high schoolers, middle school, schoolers and high schoolers, and actually put together a program that he took into schools and they bought into it. And that's Great. what he's doing now. And I just saw him earlier today and he actually is taking uh, some of his students to job sites and having them work, see what it is like mm -hmm. to actually do this. You know, it's become a very successful program. Um, but he had dissatisfaction. And then he got to, gee, I don't know, you know, I, I really don't know what I want to do with this. Right. And he discovered his passion for that. And that's what you do. That's how you do it. You have to not know first. Yes. And then you have to be responsible because if you're not responsible for yourself, you can't create. It's just not possible. You're not going to do it. Yeah, as long as we're a victim of our circumstances, mm -hmm. it's not possible to create a life that you really love. But do you find, Jelly, that mostly with women, especially women who are married and with children, the fear is that if they went to pursue something, you know, for themselves, that they're being selfish and the children will suffer and the husband will suffer. And, you know, there, there is that, uh, they won't allow themselves to take this path because the fear is they'll let the family down. And, you know, for a lot of moms, that's a, a very valid fear that they feel they're facing. 
Well, that's certainly one of the things I talk about when I do go out into the community. Of course, I've not been able to do very much networking mm. recently. Lots of Zooms. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I do talk very much about, you know, our fear. You know, we, uh, we uh, think we're selfish when we're including mm. ourselves. And that's just not so. You know, we're the ones that are the source of our families to support everyone else. So the children grow and are nurtured and our, you know, our relationships grow and so on. We're kind of the cornerstone of our families. And most of most women that I know actually don't even know that as much as they do. And it's kind of a rude awakening. What do you mean I'm the source of the family? My husband does this and that. Yes, of course he does. That doesn't negate. The, mm-hmm. the man, but it's our responsibility. It's just our natural birthright because we birth the planet. Right, yes. That's just the way that one is. Mm. <laughs> and, and you're welcome to it, by the way. <laughs> so if I keep saying, if men had to have, have kids, there wouldn't be any more. No, be one and that's yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> when you're talking about, you know, the, you know, all that you do, I remember one time, you know, my husband making a comment about that I laze around all day. So I wrote down everything that I did as a job. And I went and researched how much it would cost to employ someone to do that job. And I presented him the bill. Yes. <laughs> and he <gasps> gobsmacked. A <laughs> little more appreciation. Thank you. My guess, <laughs> That's is, right. my guess is he didn't write a check. No, he didn't write no, a check. <laughs> no, but he didn't complain anymore either. Yeah, <laughs> 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 I remember what Very this cost you. Yeah. Very and I think good. that's sometimes, you know, maybe sometimes for some people we do have to put the dollar with. You know, if you had to replace me with all the, all the things that I do, this is what you would be paying. And a lot of the time, I think we, we put a dollar worth on us and we forget our, our true enrichment and our true abundance because the dollar worth is there. Um, and I, I look at myself as a very enriched and abundant person. Um, my dollar hasn't matched that as yet, but it, I would never compromise my enrichment for the dollar. I've been there where the dollar sign was on top of me. And it's, uh, if we, yes, we need money in order to survive. Yes, right now, so many people are losing their jobs. So many people do not know what's going to come tomorrow. But this is the time to be calm and be creative because there is always an opportunity. There is always something. How many people now are making masks? you know, to, to make, you know, to, to make some money, um, stepped into other industries, um, spoke to someone yesterday, uh, driving food around to people who, who won't go into the shops to do it. There's always something that you can do. Look to the need and step up to fulfill it. And then that will not only give you satisfaction, but that will give you, you know, some of the dollars to keep your head above water. It's, but don't get stuck in the fear because all that is going to do is create a crater around you that you'll just go, you know, sink further and further and further into and to a point of hopelessness. And it's so hard to come back from that. Yeah, the, that, that fear keeps us from thinking and creating. Mm-hmm. Totally. You know, we get, we get frozen and it takes work, determined work to get yourself out of that. And one of the things you mentioned just a few minutes ago, Sarah, that's really important, to, I think, to revisit is uh, appreciating yeah. each other, mm-hmm. appreciating ourselves, yeah. being respectful of ourselves. A big because one. we're so much more <laughs> yes. than our circumstances. Yes. Mm-hmm. We're these precious human beings, each of us special human being, expression of God, however someone believes about it. And to be able to appreciate each other so that, you know, when we do come back into society and we are functioning without our masks and all of those mm-hmm. things, that we can appreciate each other even further and enjoy those connections and have them become even deeper yes. for our lives. Yeah. Value of life. I mean, We've got very, very complacent about life, about, you know, somebody put that it was only 4% 
of America of people have died of something. This was a little while back. And I said, well, tell that to the 4% people of families who have lost someone. That loss is, a, is real. That loss of, 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 um, of a child, of a father, of a mother, brother, sister, it's real. Um, and it can be very, very devastating for them, especially as the fact no closure, you know, no funerals, not being able to be with them at the time of death. It, it's creating its own trauma. And if you dismiss that as just a, a statistic, then you're not valuing the life that we've lost or the lives that have been left behind. This is the time to turn around and nurture them, come together as a community and help them through this crisis. Because for them, it is a crisis, this loss. Yeah. And it's, it's almost impossible to imagine that many people lost mm -hmm. and to deal with it. What we can deal with, if you know somebody, <clears throat> if you know somebody who's had a loss uh, or somebody who's been ill, see how you can help that person. Yeah. Rather than trying to figure out, you know, the hundred and whatever yeah. number it is, you know, that's almost overwhelming. But when you consider what can I do to support you know, this person or that person or this family, whatever, that makes it more real. That, that's what really brings it home. Right. And, you know, we're, we're talking about quantum energy here. And, you know, that is energy that we've finally, as human beings, learned how to measure and understand. And that the love frequency and the love vibration, you know, resonates at these hurts. And that when you're in that love vibration, you can't knowingly do harm to anyone else because it's so against you know that frequency and we've really got the polarized vibration out there of the people through the fear have stepped into hate and stepped into killing and then we've got the other people who have risen up and created movements have come together who are in there in support and, and raising the vibration but it really does seem to be polar opposites right now and for all the people that's bought into the fear that now turns to hate which generally turns to death you know, we need, we need to sprinkle some of that quantum energy, that quantum love on them, which we can do in whatever form of prayer or whatever form that we do, we can send that energy out to them. And um, because energy isn't just, you know, us here now, it, it can go yeah. anywhere. Yeah. You know, I think we, uh, on that, I think it's a perfect time to bring in mm -hmm. uh, Katumi. Yes. Uh, because um, he is that embodiment of that quantum energy of unconditional love. In fact, um, he, he has called me the voice of unconditional love. Unconditional love is who Katumi is, mm -hmm. Ascended Master Katumi. So I think now would be a great time to, you know, to yes. have him come in and, and, and talk about this. Definitely. So, I'm going to step out of the yeah, picture. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> but I may ask I some mean, questions. Yeah. <laughs> So he's no longer the disembodied voice. <laughs> <laughs> so um, let me just explain very quickly uh, who Katumi is. Katumi is the energy, the vibrational energy of St. Francis of Assisi, Pythagoras, the Greek mathematician and philosopher, and the Shah Jahan. Shah Jahan was the Indian leader who built the Taj Mahal. And he actually comes through in that, in the personality of, of the Shah. Um, Katumi, um, I've been channeling Katumi for a long time, over 30 years. Um, I am a deep trance channel, which means I go into a deep meditative trance. I have no recollection or hearing of what's been channeled or what's been asked or said. Um, there's nothing there for me except to go to black and sometime later I come back into my body. Um, for those of you who are not familiar with channeling, very quickly, if you put the energy of the universe between my two hands, between here and here, uh, what happens with channeling, what, what, what happens with being human is we take a piece of that frequency and that's, we, we live our lives through that energy, that quantum energy, the chemistry, all of that. Uh, so that leaves a lot of other energy out there. And so what a channel does, what I do, is I take a different different frequency of that. Um, and that happens to be the, the frequency of Katumi. Um, and, speak, and speak from that place. 
Um, so that very simply is what is what channeling is. Um, anything else about that you think I should? That's, I think that that's I think all. that pretty much handles it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so what will happen is I'll take some deep breaths. I'll, I'll we'll see my head drop when I come up. I'll have my face will change a little bit. Um, and Katumi will speak for a short period of time. This is going to be what we like to call a mini channeling. Uh, Katumi will speak for 10 minutes less, we don't know, uh, about whatever he speaks about. Mm -hmm. And then, um, you know, you guys just ask whatever questions are there for you, um, and we'll see what happens. Mm -hmm. Okay, very good. Well now, good day to you, my dears. Hello. And how are you on such a fine day that this is? Delighted to be having you here again, Kutumi. Very good. Very good to be with you, Kutumi. Very good. So let us speak first about this thing you call love. But in order to speak of love, we cannot speak of the ephemeral love the expression of love that perhaps you have in relationship, in the marriage, in children, all of this. This is not the love of which we are going to speak. Not that we are negating that love. That is a wonderful, important love to have. However, the love we are speaking of can be termed in the expression, in the feeling, in the vibration of unconditional love, you see. Because unconditional love is not expressionable. It's not explainable, you see, because it is not the exterior, the out expression of love. Unconditional love in our speaking does not mean I love you no matter what, although you should love someone no matter what, you see, but the unconditional love of which we speak, the energy of it in which we speak, is the vibrational experience, the body vibration knowing of universal energy that is all in one and in itself, the universe that is, we see. So when you express the vibration of unconditional love, you are actually connecting with universal energy. And by universal energy, we mean the entirety of your universe of energy. Energy being particles, little pieces of things jumping about, you see. Because when you are connecting with universal energy in this way, in this understanding of unconditional love, all become one. Mm -hmm. There is no separation. There is the experience of all, of everything in this place, you see. And that in itself is ecstasy. However, sometimes it is such a powerful thing, such a powerful vibration, physical in the body, in each cell of your body, and within the atoms of your body, it is such a powerful thing that it can be overwhelming to try and achieve, you see. Because you cannot achieve the experience of unconditional love. You cannot experience the physical particles of the universe, you see. They are. They simply are part of you. All of it in one. Everything reacting to everything else, 
you see, in what it is you call your reality. So vibrational unconditional love then is the experience of everything in all places at once. Now, conceptually, you may be able to think about this. Well, they connected with everything. Okay, I can think about that. That is only the beginning. The experience of it is a vibration in the body, which is only experienced when it is taken into the world, you see. Knowing that you are the vibration of unconditional love is good, but it is not enough. Why? Because in the human way, experience as must be related to the three-dimensional world. That is what you live in. You're not living in a star, you see. You're not living inside of an atom. Atom lives inside of you, mm-hmm. you see. And so in this way, you must be human with it. You must be human with the expression of unconditional love. How are you going to express your oneness, you see? How you are you going to express that vibration? You cannot wait around to experience it. You cannot sit in your chair and close your eyes and vibrate unconditional love. I'm now being unconditional love. Well, of course you are, you always are, no matter what you're doing or how you are doing it. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of how are you expressing it in a way that promotes the vibration of self and who you are. Now, let us answer that very difficult question. Who are you? You see? And the answer is perhaps uh, upsettingly simple. Who you are is everything. Mm -hmm. Who you are is this vibration of unconditional love that in its foundation is everything in its place. Everything came from one thing. One thing came from nothing, you see. So you cannot think about this and come up with a satisfactory answer. You must experience it by bringing this vibrational love into the world and expressing it as the oneness you are with the other, you see. Because although you may have a different form or different body or different face, different thinking, different ideas of right and wrong and all of this, very good. This is what makes your life interesting. For some, perhaps too interesting. (laughs) So you see, do what you will, but, and do it in the vibration and with the vibration of the unconditional love that is the body's center, that is the core of energy, that vibrates in each cell, that vibrates in each atom, that vibrates within the atom from the experience of all that is, that is universal in nature. And so, please the questions at this time. Can we help those that have chosen the path of fear and hate? Can we break through that with love? Yes, of course, the only way to break through it in love. However, here's what you must do. When you can take a person or two or three who are having this dilemma, having these illusions, find out what is it truly you are afraid of? What is it truly you are angry about, you see? The truth is, one is never angry about what the illusion they are. Mm -hmm. There's always something underneath it. What is underneath it for you, you see? And sit them down if you can and say, okay, let us support you in finding what is really you are upset or angry or uh, uh, violent about. And you will find after questioning and after questioning and after questioning, what is their fear? Mm -hmm. Their fear is not being loved. Mm -hmm. 
And so now that you have found us out, how can you support them? That is simple. By expressing the unconditional love and supporting them in discovering the unconditional love that they are in themselves. Now, this is not an easy task, but it is the way to get to someone's anger and allow them to realizing that who they are already is unconditional love. They do not have to fight to get it. They can be themselves in the world. Mm-hmm. Another question is if by coming together in this loving vibration, coming together as a group, as a movement, can we shed that energy, that loving energy on the discord and the unrest and blanket with a certain amount of peace or calmness? Well, yes, certainly. Uh, Groups can come together, you see, and express themselves and each other in a way that this is known, you see. The dilemma is having a platform to be heard. Hmm. How are you going to be heard? Who can you speak to who will listen in this way, you see? Because um, the fire is the first thing that people look at, you see. Mm -hmm. Well, you've got to look at them before they're looking at the fire. Get them in the early stages of their disruption within themselves as much as you can and go to them and say, wait, what is it truly that is harming you, you think? Mm -hmm. And always remember that Human beings are afraid of not being loved. Not being loved means what? Being abandoned. Mm -hmm. Being left alone. That is a survival mechanism. So you've got to tell these people, you are not in survival because you are the love already within. Mm -hmm. And support them in learning this. And we can only help those that are willing to be helped, right? You can take the horse to water, you can't make it drink, but if you leave it there long enough, it may find out it's thirsty. That is, that is correct. You've got to, uh, people have to be willing to. Mm. All you need is a willingness. Yeah. You see, are you willing uh, to find out more about yourself and how you can uh, uh, help people the way you want? So you talk to some of these people, and they will say, well, I'm helping others by doing this. Well, they think they might be, but is there another more sensible, more human way to help another? And of course there is. Mm-hmm. I feel at the moment though, no matter what the waters are troubled on the surface, there is a current that is extremely strong of love that is growing in the world uh, and becoming more of an everyday practice and more of an everyday beingness and this transition is really guiding the waters forward and that's why we're seeing the disruption Uh, do you feel from your observation that this beautiful quantum energy of love is really growing well of course it is because people are becoming more and more aware of this vibrational energy of the universe you see There's more speaking of it. There's more action of it. Mm -hmm. And of course, when you have something that is this strong, people will uh, go against it. You see? Uh, That is the natural coming together. A natural, uh, if you will, uh, the Buddhists talk about yin and yang. Yes? Mm -hmm. There is a natural spinning, a natural currenting around this love. And eventually, it comes together, you see but you must take action yes you must be in the middle of the current you must be stirring it so the current occurs Mm -hmm. and when you are doing it in the vibration and with the vibration of the unconditional love you are within there will be success in this yes yes it will gather and gather and gather shelly have you got anything you wish to ask kutumi it's crystal clear for me it's a matter of practice Yes. yes, and work, you see, this is all very easily said. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But how are you going to practice it? What are you going to do? Yeah. Which is experience this vibration of unconditional love, you see. 
and many of us, Gatumi, although we want to practice it, sometimes we have our own deep issues that need to be healed. Yes? Yes, certainly, of course, you see. The first issue to, uh, issue to you to heal, you see, is getting to the experience of self. Who are you? Mm-hmm. Well, very simply, as we have said, you are this experience and vibration of unconditional love. So nothing that you can do, nothing that you do truly from the experience and vibration of unconditional love that it is you are, can harm another. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that is where we need to be, isn't it? In a, a way that we do not harm ourselves or harm another and that if we step into that unconditional love we will not knowingly do harm to anyone else because we can't that is exactly right you cannot harm another when you are the vibration of unconditional love right yeah thank you also, yeah, thank you so much and so my dears until the next of our calming peace to you in this part namaste We let Tom come back now. And Tom is back. The sad thing is that he never knows what he's saying. <laughs> His wife has to tell him later. <laughs> you know, it's, it, it's interesting over the years. Um, when, from time to time, who knows when, I'll bring Shelly back in here. <laughs> Um, you know, we'd be driving down the road or talking or whatever, teaching. And I come up with these, this brilliant idea, this brilliant thought. It's like, oh, my God, I've never thought about And I first it to me, she says, oh, yeah, Katumi talked about about three weeks ago. So I'm, you know. It's subconsciously I'm left, there. Yeah, I'm left with the experience, you know, for me to figure out kind of on my own. <laughs> so, Yeah. Do we think of anything on our own, though, or are we just guided because we allow? I think when we step into allowing, allowing the path to, pr- to produce itself, allowing ourselves to tune in to that frequency, it will take us to the knowledge we need to know. Yeah, it's, um, I do a very specific type of body work called cellular energy releasing. And uh, that allowing is real important. Because what I can do is, um, if you will, read somebody's body and and determine what's going on with them, how to help them, how to support them through it, uh, through restructuring the body um, and some emotional releasing. But how I got there was allowing myself to see people that way, to see their energy, to feel it as well. Um, So yeah, allowing yourself and having the awareness um, to get out of the way, I think even more importantly than that, let go of your judgments. And I don't mean oh, yeah. don't have them because we're human. We're going to judge. It's what we yeah. do. It's yeah. a human thing. But um, someone once said that what enlightenment is, is noticing your judgment and letting it go immediately. Mm-hmm. The more you do that, the more enlightened you are. Yeah. So I got a little ways to go, but it's okay. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's. I think it's... Um... We know when we feel somebody is doing something wrong and, you know, we can't really judge the person because we don't know what brought them to that place, but we can hold accountable the action. And I think very often it's the action I can be against, not the person, unless the person is willingly doing that action um, consciously, you know, but most people are doing things unconsciously, aren't they? Because they're reacting. Yeah, that's, that's really good, I think, for people to remember that. Um, that, you know, we, we call things positive and negative. Mm-hmm. They're good and they're evil. They're right and they're wrong. Um, that's a little too complex for me. I'm kind of simpler than that. Uh, how I like to view things is there are things that work for us as human beings and things that don't work for us. You know, things that help me create what it is I want in my life and things that I do or other people do that don't help me create what I want, you know? Um, so when I, I think it's simpler for me anyway to look at things that way and, okay, that action doesn't work. It right. doesn't make me feel good. I don't like it. 
I, I can't do anything with it, or this thing does work for me, you know, or that knowing that person works, and perhaps this person for whatever reason doesn't, you know, so rather than judging that stuff, I look and okay, so what works for me and for us um, to help us create moving forward. Mm-hmm. I think it, for me, it makes it a lot simpler. I mean, I come across people where the energy is most definitely one that I don't want to be around and I know I can't penetrate. You know, I, no way our energies are going to dance together. They're absolutely not. It's a steel wall. And it's okay to walk away from that because if yeah. you're around it for too long, it's going to suck you in, you know, because we know that hate and anger and fear is a, a very dense energy and will suck the life out of anyone in its vicinity. Um, like a piranha and the more distance that you have from that the more you know light and illuminating you can be so if we are around people where we feel that heavy energy you know we really need to decide do I stay can I wrap this in in love or is it just an energy I need to move away from for my own for my own sake because you can't do anything if somebody's contaminated you so to speak if they're they're determined to you know it's interesting that Years and years ago, um, there was a, a woman who, uh, who we met who was a nurse in an emergency room. Pretty serious stuff. And I said, how can you be around, you know, it's trauma, it's, you yeah. know, what's going on. I don't even want to think about it. I said to her, how can you be around that all the time and still function? She said, because I can do something about it. Mm, yeah. And that was great. And yes. so for us, um, and um, really the reason we put together the uh, Academy, Academy for Conscious Living, is to support people who are in those positions, who yes. want to. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a big thing. So rather for, for me, uh, now who, the people I walk away from is people who want to be that way and want to make me that way. Right. Because there's, you know, there's comfort in, uh, in mm-hmm. a group for them. Um, but for us, we walk into those people, you know, we, we welcome them in and see if there isn't some way to support them in, in moving and changing. Right. Sometimes right. not, you know, well, again, okay. the free will, right. They have, yeah, they've got exactly. to step up, you know? Yeah. And we find that it really supports us and lightens us up. Yeah. Um, and, and helps us in moving our own energy um, and not shying away from people who, you know, you might say, wow, this one's really crazy. <laughs> well, you know, maybe you can help. Maybe yeah. you can't. Yeah. Maybe you can't. can't help everybody, you know? right? And but you've you got to be able to distinguish the difference. Yes, that's, yes. You know, and don't beat yourself important. up because you can't. There's just some energy yeah. that, you, you know, you've got enough energy to get in there and help them change their energy around and, and others you can't. You're bouncing off them. Yeah. Stay well away. And, you know, that's yeah. important to know that. Yeah. yeah. So and you've got to, well, is the folks who um, uh, the folks who shouldn't be working with us, if you will, or mm-hmm. being around that energy, whether it's us or somebody else, will find their way, find a way to leave. Yes. Yes. You know. Yeah. Well, because it, it requires your own commitment, your own participation, your own willingness, right? Now you're there to guide them. You've got energy healing, you have seminars, you have training. You've got the tools and the skills to guide them into igniting their own energy, into igniting and discovering their own self-love. You're not there to switch a switch on them or download an app. You've got the programs that can do that to find it in themselves. I wish I could. Yeah. (laughs) I wish you could throw a switch, you know, and maybe all better. But uh, that hasn't happened yet. Maybe if it does, I'll go on Oprah, but who knows? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's about, we've got to realize that we, if we are discontented with our lives, if we're so much in fear of the unknown, if we feel powerless, this is the time to gain your own power. That means you need to participate in your own discovery, yeah. right? Yes. You need to yes. do, participate in your own recovery. And you don't dictate how long it's going to be because we know it's a lifelong venture. We're always looking at waves of, of discovering more and opening up more and embracing more. If you don't immerse yourself into it, or if you do it skeptically, you're not going to get the results. But if you are open, willing and able, 
and just say, okay, guide me. I am ready to take this walk, blind, deaf, and dumb in order to see, hear, and feel. Then you really can work with those people because they're ready. They're ready and willing to absorb. So tell us yeah. more about the academy and the programs that you have there. Good. Well, the academy was developed as an umbrella for all the work that we've developed mm -hmm. that we've been doing for well over 30 years. We never, we were, never had a way to really be able to talk about it as a whole mm -hmm. entity. We were always talking about Tom's Healing, My Power of Woman Seminar, the Relationship Mastery Seminar, uh, the channeling, and so on and so on. We have so many things that we've developed. So finally, it occurred to us that it was essential, honestly, yes. to have an umbrella for all this incredible work that supports people. Mm -hmm. And so Academy for Conscious Living was born very recently, actually. Mm -hmm. Yes, I mean, we've yes. been doing it in functioning for over 30 years. Yes, yeah. The other thing, if you go to the website, uh, academyforconsciousliving.com, um, if you go there, there's also a program to support healers, teachers, and those people who want to be healers and teachers. Very specific program uh, over uh, weeks, and, and the other program is over months of learning and techniques and um, being supported in learning how to teach others. Uh, there's a program for that as well. If you want to go, you know, the, the website will show you all right. that. Yeah, yeah, well, you've got the one cellular of the classes energy releasing. That Tom teaches mm -hmm. is cellular energy releasing. One of the classes that, that Tom teaches is the science of spirituality, mm -hmm. which one of our students in the world, and he's very powerful, and it works with her uh, health and well-being uh, training and coaching that she does. Right. I mean, this isn't just for people who are in that self-discovery of their own beautiful spirituality. It's also there in support of the people that are already doing the work. Because one thing we forget about is the caregivers, you know, and we know that carers generally overcare and overshare and forget to replenish themselves. So sometimes they That's, need... Uh, I think we've... She may have had to go and handle well, this. No, 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 no. We just got frozen there for a moment. <laughs> yes. Oh, good. Okay. We thought you know? we lost it. <laughs> Uh oh, the electrons are acting crazy. Yes, they are. They Too are. much unconditional love in the universe. Oh, yeah, yes. <laughs> Unless retrograde is in there, and then retrograde always likes to disrupt completely. Whoops. <laughs> well, I've lost you again. No, there you go. It made something weird is going on. There's definitely. Um, but behave now, computer. <laughs> we want this energy to be smooth. Thank you. Um, but what I was saying, if it, if, it, if it got cut off, was that there are a lot of people out there, you know, caregiving uh, that are, you know, wonderful coaches and everything else, but they're inclined to overgive and not replenish. They don't know how to heal themselves or help themselves. Yes. The we froze again. I don't know how much you got of that. You go. but, yeah. Your, your mouth is your mouth is not moving. Yeah, you yeah. You throw your pictures. Well, yes. I, I do understand what you're saying. So let, yeah. let's address that for a sec. Um, and a good sixty percent of my clients are healers, mm -hmm. massage therapists, yeah. um, um, you know, physical, those, therapists. physical therapists, yeah. those folks. And um, one of the things we do in both, the, I do both in the body work and our teaching with those people is we bring them back to the experience of energy in the body. Yeah. Because that's, I find that people who have studied and taken these other courses and whatever it may be, that's the thing that is lacking, I think, in the training. Right. That with the, with the CER work I do, the first thing I look at is the energy of the body. Then we look at structure and see how to support that. Um, so yeah, the healers and teachers are especially, we are uh, very sensitive and um, really want to support them in really doing the work out there because those are the folks who are in the field who are really getting it done. Right, yeah, exactly. And being so stretched more, to the limit right now. That, mm -hmm. easier. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And we want to support them, yes, as being as effective they, as they can be in supporting everyone else. Right. Yep. Tell us a bit about, about your seminars so people know about what you do is doing. Gain, I want everyone to go back and listen to the other shows because we cover a lot. And you've got to listen to the relationship show too because it's so cute. But tell us about the seminars. 
Well, first of all, I teach the Power of Woman seminar, which is now a three to four month program. It always has been, but it is now combined into a three to four month program. The first weekend being an intensive, uh, then from there stretched out over three to four months, depending on uh, coordinating with everyone's calendar. Mm -hmm. So we pull our calendars out and we put it together and it always works. And by the time people are complete, this is specifically for women, obviously. Mm -hmm. And it's for women to discover how to create a life that they love, to turn the fire and the passion back on for their lives, to be able to focus and for, to produce the results, manifest easily in the world, uh, and let go of whatever holds them back. That's a big chunk of their lives. Right. Yes. And, and you know, again, as and, women, we want to be out there helping everyone else, but we can't do that until we can help ourselves, right? Exactly. And that's why the program was designed. Mm -hmm. And also then the Relationship Mastery Seminar, women had come to us years ago and said, what in the world do you have for our relationships? Right. So we had to look at how did we get to a true partnership, what we call true partnership in yes. life. And we designed a program for men and women, for couples of various sorts. Doesn't make any difference what the, uh, you know, the relationship is. Yeah. Yes, yeah. that makes no difference whatsoever because the relationship is, it's you know, the, yeah. the dynamics are yes. always the same. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. And then the uh, relationship mastery course, um, in order to be successful in changing whatever it is you want to change relationship yourself. The three things have, uh, that have to be in place is that you got to want to, mm -hmm. and then you have to learn the proper tools to use when, when things go the way relationships sometimes go. And then you have to have the practice and the experience of what those tools do and that change. Right. Without those three, three things in place, you're not going to be successful. So in, in the, everything that we teach, those things are in place. Bringing people in who want to, teaching the tools, but having them use the tools in context so they can actually feel, oh, this, well, this is what it feels like to have good communication. This is what it feels like to express unconditional love, whatever it may be. And of course, and everything Tom that also you... has a... Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Tom also has a similar program for men as the Power Woman's called Rite of Passage, right. a workshop for men. And he's been supporting men in healing their lives and feeling really clear with their power for uh, almost 30 years now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and, you know, that's the thing. If you're um, coming together in a relationship, you've got to come together as whole. Right. You've got to be whole in yourself. Yeah. You know, don't bring your issues to the relationship, bring your whole. And that's one of the things you did in, in our relationship show is that you two realized that there was trouble in the marriage and that you both needed to go out and discover who you really were and what, what gifts you really had and then came back and put it together, which, you know, that's very often we think, no, we can't do that in a relationship, right? Yeah. But we, we're and, meant to. And, and we do that. We actually, for uh, an afternoon, uh, we take the men, I take the men, Shelly takes the women, uh, we speak, we talk, and then we come back together. And it's amazing mm -hmm. the difference in the relationships when, you know, when we all get together after, uh, you know, after that split. It's really interesting. Right. It's incredible. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, yes. Well, again, I, you know, I encourage everyone to go back and listen to all the other shows because there's nuggets in every single one of them. And all they have to do is just go to selfdiscoverymedia.com and put in um, Shelley and Tom Negolo and uh, the whole page comes up with all of the shows that we've done and uh, wherever you're at, just click on a show and learn and be inspired. And Kutumi always comes in with the wonderful wisdom. So there's always so much to learn here. And, you know, we have a lot of young people that have stepped into with some wonderful coaching and this and that, but really, you know, they're, they're inspired by other people and they're inspired by the experiences. But in the end, you cannot beat the experience of people that have been doing it for a long time that have really immersed themselves and every single thing you're doing is something you've experienced yourself and saw the need for and that's really where the best teaching comes in when it comes from people who had to learn the lessons themselves 
because that's what you're passing on now. There's the lesson learned. So, you know, you're a wonderful duo here. Um, very powerful. And uh, your new site is wonderful. And, uh, you know, people need to come back to it um, and really just immerse themselves. Can they reach out and have a conversation with you first to find out what it is that they may need to go and do first? They can contact us at academyforconsciousliving.com. Go to the website. There is a contact page and they can put their information in and ask whatever questions and tell us what, whatever they need. Uh, they also can go, go to the Voice of Unconditional Love group page. Facebook. Uh, on Facebook, yes. And, uh, and listen in on the many channelings. And if they want to contact us there, they also can do that and as well as uh, Academy for Conscious Living on Facebook, uh, they can also make comments there. Uh, TomNegolo at gmail.com, ShellyNegolo with an E-Y at gmail.com. And what else is there? 678-828-9145. That's a lot of information. But if you go to Academy for Conscious Living, it'll all be right. here on the contact right. page. Well, we need some conscious living and we need to be taught by people who've gone before us. Uh, we need people who've experienced it because it's the experience that you're passing on, the wisdom that you're passing on, not just the knowledge. And there is a difference there in knowing how which knowledge is relevant to the situation. And we're all in that flux right now. You know, nobody knows what tomorrow is going to bring. We're just one foot in front of the other. It's a perfect time in life to rediscover who you are, where you are, because that's when you start creatively seeing opportunities, when you've stepped into yourself, into your, into your true beingness. Uh, that's when you start seeing the world open up and go, gosh, I was seeing the world from this narrow perspective. Now I've removed the blinkers and I can really see the, the life from the inside out. And there's so many opportunities out there. You can't see that if you're in a cloud or if you're in fear, or if you're in hate, you know, that needs to be gone in order for you to see the clarity. We had a friend years ago who, um, very successful man, um, an entrepreneur, said, do what you love and don't stop doing it. Right. Exactly. If you love it, people are going to feel the love. That is really what quantum energy is about, isn't it? It's feeling yes. it. It's of feeling course. it. Yeah. Science has finally understood what spirituality is. It's an energy that you can actually measure and that illuminates and, and um, in enlightens and lifts us all up into a higher plane of energy where everything is more positive. So there we go. Thanks so much for being with us here again. Sarah, Our pleasure. Thank Thanks so much, Sarah. And, and please folks do listen to the other shows, do reach out to the Academy. Uh, this is the time to do it, right? This is the time to do it because this is why you're listening to the show. It's telling you why and just go and experience it all because you just don't know until you try. That's the important thing is try, take the step forward. You really will be mind blown on what you discover about yourself and your soul, your heart and your spirit and your capabilities. So thanks a lot, guys. Until, until next time, folks. Bye for now. We hope you enjoyed the show. We look forward to bringing you more shows. Please go to selfdiscoverymedia.com slash shows and you will see the incredible lineup of genres and shows that we have for you. We are here to make a difference in your life. Thank you for listening.